Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And this is MTV's official challenge podcast, where we go behind the scenes of the challenge, Double Agents. Now, before we begin, make sure you're up to date on the latest episodes, folks, because there are spoilers ahead and you do not want to miss one second of the action. Yep, that's facts. And so much has happened this week. Skydiving, CT and Fessy fighting in ridiculous costumes and Anissa goes home, which is like my least favorite episode ever. Speaking of Fessy, that asshole, we're going to be talking to him later. So stick around for that or don't. <laughs> okay. Anissa, no, stick do. stick around. You know, it. <laughs> We're going to actually drill into Fessy and uh, see if we can get some of those emotions out. Yeah, let's do it, Anissa. Let's get started. Okay, girl. Okay, Anissa, let's get right into it with your least favorite segment. And you're actually killing it with these safe house. It's that quick 36-second recap in honor of it being the 36th season of the challenge. So, Anissa, are you ready to just jump right in? Okay. Three, two, one, go. So Kyla and I won last challenge and we were really excited about that. I'm on a super high. Then I get to the challenge and we got to go super high. You got it, folks. Skydiving. Anissa's least favorite thing. She's never done it before and really doesn't like heights. So we have to do that. And on our way down, we have to memorize a puzzle. I'm fine with puzzles, but then we got to run. Sprinting a half mile is not easy for anyone. So I start walking because I'm like, bro, you've been ahead of me the whole time. You're not on Leroy and Casey's team. You're with me. You're only as fast as the slowest runner. So like... Maybe you should slow down, bruh. Anywho, we don't win, but Leroy and Casey do, and, well, Leroy's, Leroy's girlfriend's Cam, and Nani's his best friend. Done, and done, done. Fuck. It's okay. You tried. Why don't you pick up where I left off? Uh, okay. Because I forgot the whole fight and everything, so you might want to take it back a little bit. All right. Count me in. All right, Tori. You yeah. got 36 seconds to do what you do, boo. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. One. They went spa diving. They went rocking mountain climbing. Okay. <laughs> After they all got done spa diving, they all went back to the house. Everybody decided to put on little 80s gear. It looked so amazing. I want to know if they gave you those costumes or if you all brought them because that was crazy fun to watch. But then everybody had to get into a little argument while they were wearing tutus and wigs. I love a good argument with tutus and wigs. The shit is funny. CT wanted to prove that he was big dog. Fessy was like, nah, I'm sliding through. Then we were like, okay, let's go over to the elimination because Big T and Anissa are going to go out there and they're going to go do what they got to do unfortunately it was that stupid elimination that actually probably nobody wanted to do but we got to give it to big t because she really killed it poor nisa was hanging out there and i did not like to see that so i want to just cry it out and that's what i gotta say bye (laughs) (laughs) oh that was terrible i mean like i can't even imagine how you feel i mean it was a while ago watching it back i mean i definitely get some feels but i but i knew like watching it the first time with natalie watching natalie and Ashley yeah. both struggle with it. And Big T went faster than both of them. Really? Yes. Wow. So for me, um, I lost to somebody that I deserve to lose to. You know, Big T kills it. And I know moving forward, you know, if she gets to that final and she wins, I know what she's going to do with the money. Mm-hmm. I was so proud of her. Um, you know, and I support strong women that want to do great shit. Yeah. Um, it, she won fair and square. And I left with such amazing feelings. So we could talk about that later. But what would be the play of the day? 
I got to give it to Big T for actually jumping out of the helicopter. And then not only that, when CT like kind of condemned her for how she ran. He, she was like, I just want to let you know, I didn't do any of this for you. So I got to give it to Big T because I really loved that energy. She just is so aware of herself, and I just really appreciate watching that on the show. Yeah, I would give her the play of the day, too. I was so proud. Like, just watching people, you know, conquer their mm-hmm. fears is something. Yeah. It really is, because she screamed the whole time. But you know who else screamed the whole time? Who? <laughs> Fessy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm like, are you coming or are you are you scared? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't. Yeah, big and bad fight with CT, but oh my god! Oh my god! Yo, that was so funny. He literally said, "Oh my god!" like seven times while coming out of the helicopter. Oh my god! 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 Would you say, what's the dirtiest deed of the day? I, I personally think it was Fessy thinking he was giving CT a compliment, but then it actually starting this huge argument. <laughs> that that could be it. Um, I have a couple dirty deeds. I think okay. Kyle voting me in was dirty. Dirty, yeah. Um, filthy, if you will. Yeah. Um, there was another dirty deed I thought of. Oh, when we picked Big T to go first, um, mm. we didn't, it was an unintentional dirty deed we put her first because we thought if she saw other people she'd totally freak out but if we put her first she'd have to go you know because sometimes it's scary to watch people jump out of the plane so it was one of those things like we know ct we know everybody else is going to do it but will she yeah and i wanted to give her a good chance but i also forgot that that whole door was open so the whole time going up she's like in hysterics because they sat that way so she would be facing the window we sat away from it so our backs were turned to that big door mm-hmm. so i didn't know so uh shout out to big t i'm sorry but you conquered your fear so mm-hmm. it's kind of like a quarter of a dirty deed honestly it wasn't because you're absolutely right like obviously we had to jump out of helicopters way back in dirty 32 into the final and watching people fall out of an airplane is way scarier than doing it yourself because one second you're all together and the next second they just go out into the sky and you're like oh my god so i actually think putting her first was a nice thing to do if you've if you've ever i know it is a solid thing in hindsight yes yeah definitely but she's been like she's been crushing it. We like this is going to be a big praise Big T episode because I loved what she brought to the show, and I also loved that she was practicing hall brawl with CT. It was earlier. great. Like that was what was it like to be there seeing them do that? I mean, I watched it. I'm like, come on, girl, you can get it. You could hear your laugh in the background. Oh, I was dying. I thought it was <laughs> hilarious because I mean, CT was padded up with every pillow. Yeah, you know, and I also think that like. It was such a serious and stressful game. Anything to make it a little lighthearted and fun. Yes. And anything to pass the time because we're getting to the end, you know? Yes. So it's, we were all like just over it. So like, let's do anything. That energy towards the end of a season is so heavy because you're like, okay, is it me going in next? I'm getting mm-hmm. so close to the end. Could this be my time? That's why I love that you guys had that 80s party. Did production give you that stuff or did you guys have Yeah, that? they did. I loved like the montage in the beginning. Like everybody mm-hmm. had their own. I loved it. Oh, I thought it was so cute. Did it like it help cute. to kill? Like did it help to like bring the vibes back to a like more positive place? Yeah. I mean, we were taking shots. We were doing everything. Like I knew I had a chance to go in. We were still all having a good time. Yeah, because you don't know when you're going to go and you don't know when it's going to be your time. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I hear you loud and loud and clear, dude. What was it like being at that deliberation, like feeling like you were potentially going to go in? Like, did you know for sure it was going to be you or were you like thinking there is hope? I thought there was a little bit of hope because the day before CT's like, I got your back, whatever you need to do. And I'm like, okay, we'll get Nani in then. Mm -hmm. So if I had CT's vote, my vote, Corey's vote, Cam's vote, and then get Fessy to have my back. Mm-hmm. And then if other people wanted to vote Big T, like it would throw it off. But at least I could get the numbers in my favor. And yeah. Cam and Corey were willing to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kyle voted for me. It was just it was just a tough deliberation because these guys just talk so much shit. And mm-hmm. to have Cam be like, that's messed up. And Nani be like, y'all are savage. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. And for me, I was just over it. I'm like, I'm tired of you guys doing this to me this whole season. Like, yeah. What makes you think that it's okay to talk to me like this? Like, why aren't you? Is there somebody else you should be talking to like that? I mean, I don't condone it, but like, why me? It's just really sad. You think I can handle it? 
Yeah. And it's just really sad because it's like people want to pick and choose. They, It's like what Drake said. You know, shout out to Drake because he follows you on Instagram. No, now, I love you, Drake. It's You're like, so cool. <laughs> it's like what Drake says. You know, people want to um, scream your failures and whisper your accomplishments. And like they just like exploit the fact that, OK, maybe endurance is not your best thing. But you also have so many other attributes about you that make you such an amazing competitor. It sucks that people have to like feel like they need to put each other down to get to that point. Like I think it's more about proving it to yourself, though. Because at the end of the day, you have to sleep with you. You have to wake up to you. It's not yeah. about these people. But unfortunately, we're in a competition you know, mm-hmm. and we have to prove it to other people too. So yeah, whatever. How, and I loved what you said at the end. Like I just thought I teared up watching I that. fell, I fell apart because every time I mentioned it, I was just like, I'm so proud that I had a purpose this season of, you know, I had talked to somebody before the show that was like, if you win, if you lose, just have a purpose. You may be there for two weeks. You may be there for two months. Mm-hmm. Have a purpose. With that, like, I was just really happy that everything I said the first day when I won mm-hmm. was that I wanted, you know, a woman of color in the final. I wanted a new winner that was a woman of color. I wanted that. Yeah. I wanted that for us. I wanted yeah. that for the time, everything that was going on in our world. I wanted that for, you know, little brown girls at home to be like, oh, my God, that's me. I could do this shit. Yeah. Fuck um, yeah. And often we are weaponized and thrown out and disposed of because people think, oh, they're brown women. They can handle this. Like, no, we're not strong all of the time. We can't be strong for everybody all of the time. So leaving and looking up there, my heart was so full because I was like, you know, I may not get along with everybody up there, but everything I wanted to happen is happening. And I get to look at all of these beautiful, strong women. And I'm like, okay, one of y'all bitches is going to get this. So... If it's not me, it's someone else that may look like me or may look like someone at home. And that kind Mm -hmm. of representation is needed. And it was the first season that I thought, like, I won three dailies. You know, I beat every single person the first day. Like, I I did what I could. Kicked my ass. Yeah. And that was good enough. I'm so proud of you. It was so beautiful to watch that. And I. And I think it's just so important to recognize when somebody like taking a loss that late in the season is so hard, but the way you did it was just so powerful and you should never feel like that wasn't powerful. You should never feel small from that because the way you walk away from a loss says more about somebody than if they were to win because it's so much harder to do that. And you just did it with so much grace and you just immediately turned that negative into a positive and said, you know what? I was here with a purpose regardless. And I'm so proud of all these women who are on that stage right now. And it just, it like just solidifies every reason that I love you and why Mm. so many people love you because you just are that you're just such a light in that house. And that's why everybody really does love you. And it sucks to watch these guys just like treat you like crap. But that's why Drizzy followed you on Instagram. (laughs) Tell us about the DMs, niece, because this shit, yo, when you told me I was hype. (gasps) Well, I woke up one weary morning (laughs) and I saw that champagne poppy was following me and i said this is bullshit this ain't real so i um i didn't want to expose it but then i was like fuck that shit all these dudes are talking shit about me on the show i'm like uh the guys on the challenge may not fuck with me but drake does and then he liked it and then he was just like i love watching you i love the show where the fuck is this tweet i mean this dm (laughs) damn it Whatever. Pull it up. Pull it I up. Can't, oh. I have a screenshot of it. I'll pull it I up. I do too. No. <laughs> it's mine. It's my background. <laughs> he said, love watching you. Love the show. They try to sleep on you, but I know you're a beast. Ooh. And I responded, aw, that made my night. Wait until next season. Ooh. Ooh. Foreshadowing, maybe. If there is but, a next season, we don't know yet. Yeah. Ooh. Hopefully we get picked up again. Tori and I, we want to go. <laughs> Anyone's listening. Um, yeah, so that's like, I know they watch our show. Mm-hmm. I think because, like, music video, like, people grew up on it with MTV, mm-hmm. especially if they're near 30 yeah. or a little above. Like, it's part of your childhood, the grind, yeah. music videos, whatever. Like, it's part of it. So to get that kind of recognition, like, I know Aubrey Graham is a regular person. Mm-hmm. He's just a regular-ass person that follows me, though. <laughs> Hold on. Can you tell me what Gail said about him? Oh, my God. So Gail, my mother, had, 
the quintessential Jewish mother is like, oh, my God, my new son-in-law. I love him. The baby's. Oh, my God. I love him. Oh, and he's Ashkenazi just like you. I'm like, Mom, I get it. I know Drake and I are the same thing. We are both. We both have blonde Jewish mothers that are short. I don't know if his nags as much as mine does, but that doesn't mean we're going to go. Oh, is he private messaging you? I'm like, private messaging? Mom, of course he's in the DMs. Leave me alone. That's all. He didn't say he wanted to sleep with me. He just said I was a beast. Oh, and they sleeping on God. me. They're sleeping on me. He didn't say he wants to sleep in me. Those are two different things. Two different things, Gail. Oh God, Anissa, this is just like even with everything going on, like it's so it's such a blessing that you got you got the follow. He's only following so many people from the challenge, and you are a hundred percent one of the people that deserves to get that follow. So you you can walk yeah. away from this shit with your head high. You had a bomb season. You you just spoke the most beautiful, powerful words. And like you got followed by Drake. So you know what? It's yeah, and I'm not sad about this because yeah. shit happens in life and everything yeah. happens for a reason. You know, like yeah. I'm not maybe there was something in that final that's not for me or maybe I had to come home and do some important shit mm-hmm. like this podcast with you. Thank you. So <laughs> um, it's just everything really happens for a reason. It taught me a lot about myself. It it allowed I was really vulnerable this season. I cried a lot. I spiraled a lot, as one of the producers, Micah, would say. Mm-hmm. But I, I worked my ass off and I have no regrets except for possibly a few votes that I should have done differently. But mm-hmm. I really don't have any regrets because it's over. Yeah, for it's me over now. Yeah. And now I just get to watch people struggle for a little bit. So, yeah, hopefully and- karma will shine its beautiful face in that final for whoever who makes it. And mm-hmm. I'll be cool with that. And we're going to have a spicy interview this episode because Fessy's coming on and I know you got a lot to say. Yeah, I am definitely interested in what's going to happen. All right. Well, let's get into this Fessy interview. Do you just want to do it? Fuck no. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to get up in Fessy's ass. No one is safe on the challenge podcast. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tori, we've gotten to my favorite part of the podcast where we get to interview someone. And today... We have the one and only second time rookie, <laughs> the large man in charge of whatever. Everybody welcome Fessy. Hey. Tori, you can give him an intro as well. Okay, here's here's my intro. All right, everybody, welcome to the man that's created more drama in my life than anyone else. Welcome to the show, Fessy. <laughs> Hey, I appreciate y'all having me on. It only took 13 episodes. Were you feeling sad? Were you like sitting in the corner? Like, when are they going to ask me to be on the podcast? Like, damn, all this crazy shit going on in the first four episodes and no call for the podcast. <laughs> you know why? Because we were we were busy, like, asking Nelson how he felt after you fucked him. And then, you know, other people that had, like, you know, 
We had to talk to people before they left. Other people's sides first, so I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to have other people's perspectives of, of what's going on. I want to talk about what was going on in this episode when you were falling out of that plane, and it sounded like you were having intercourse with the person you were strapped to. Were you oh my God. having... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was going on, Fess? Well, that was my second time skydiving, and I... I mean, I would like to say I'm not scared of heights, but that shit is scary. You're 15,000 feet in the sky and Mm -hmm. falling out, trusting that this parachute will open. And you just have a moment with God and you're like, it's my time to go. It's my time to go because I'm just going to enjoy it after a while. Wait, you had your moment with God, so you called out to God. Yeah. that what happened. Okay, I just want to understand it. If it's my time to go. Okay, so that was your second time skydiving, but it was your first time in the Mile High Club because you did have sex with your instructor while you were in the air, right? That's why you were screaming? I just oh. need clarification. I don't know if that was the little key that he said he had in his back pocket or what. <laughs> you can't. Not a little it. key. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, God. I want to know what's scarier for you. Is it scarier for you, Fessy, to jump out of a plane or eating nasty food? I would say, hmm. Come on. They're both, uh, I would say eating nasty shit. Yeah. I think it's kind of fun once you, once you get the scary part over with, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have to talk about this fight with CT, especially when he was wearing that really cute tutu at the 80s party. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what was the compliment you were trying to give CT that went south? Because I honestly didn't catch it. I was just saying, like, man, uh, you won two in the past whatever years, or he said two out of the past five years, and I was like, I was like, yeah, man. In my opinion, it's either you or or Johnny as the goat, and I was like, the only reason you probably not the goat is because he has more than you. But I was like, as far as resume goes or whatever, and then I, he was getting a little worked up. I don't even know where it went south. Um, I think, oh, yeah, because I was like, man, I'm trying to get there one day, you know, like, mm-hmm. long way to go. But, like, I, I want three one day. I want I haven't even won one. And I'm, like, thinking, like, damn, that would be awesome to be there, you know? And you yeah. like, I think he took it as an insult, like, I'm coming, whatever. And then I was like, you know what? Like, this is what it's going to come. Like, I'm here, to, I'm here to compete. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I think a lot of people take it as me trying to – shine this big light on I'm better than everybody's I'm better than everybody else and it's, it's I just want a platform to compete you know and it's it's hard for me on from getting told I wasn't good enough to play football to now I'm on here and people saying you know this dude's the best CT so I'm like all right let me see if I could beat CT what how can I prove that I'm better than this dude or something and it's just an itch I have for competition and it's it's crazy yeah, but this is like a different a different game. You know, this isn't like football or basketball or baseball. Like being the best here is it's just very different. You know, this is a competition you can't really you can only train so much for, you know, you never know what you're going to get into or who you're going to be partnered with or who you're going to be on a team with or what other guys are going to be there. You know, it's just a set of different variables that really can either work in your favor or against you. Well, that that's why I love this show so much. Um, and I'm, I'm so passionate about it and want to win so bad. It's because it ties everything together. It's not just who's the fastest or strongest or biggest or smartest. You have mm. to be so versatile in this game. And mm. people who come on the show, you know, some are versatile, some are not. And then, you know, you usually you'll get exposed if you have a weakness. And that's what I love about the show is go there to compete. And I get everybody who goes on has their own storyline and what they're doing it for and their struggles and this. And it's, you know, as a competitor, when you come in, sometimes you have blinders on and all you, all you see is that finish line and that million dollars and, you know, every, everybody else's story and what they're going through is just like washed away. Yeah. It's easy to get caught up. Mm-hmm. I fucking get it. I played college soccer and like, it was a weird transition coming into the challenge because that competitive nature that you are just bred to to have, as like an athlete, you're like, oh, I'm just going to copy and paste that attitude onto the challenge. Yep. But that shit slaps you right in the face so that quick. That doesn't work, Tori, it's clearly. Sl- I know. Slaps you right in the face so quick. Like, I learned I that a like long time ago. I've done five seasons of this shit, and I still am like making rookie d- mistakes because I, I still kind of depend on that athletic ability, and it doesn't always pull through. So 
it's definitely interesting to continue to do the show and like let yourself evolve as a character, which is why it's so great that we get called back. <laughs> like, this is not like Big Brother where you only get the opportunity to go on Big Brother All-Stars. Like on the challenge, if you're a fucking competitor, you get brought back. I'm excited because, you know, even though I met y'all two my first season and like me and Anissa, we were cool. I didn't, I didn't know you. And like, even before this season, I didn't know you, you know, but now I know you because like, we got a little closer this season. You know, we've hung out a couple times outside of this season. So it makes going into the game different now. When I went in this season, I was just like, I'm going there to win a million dollars. Everybody here has ties that are better than mine. So I'm, I'm going to look out for me. And that's kind of how I played the season. And now that, you know, I've gotten to know you guys a little better, it makes things, it puts things in perspective a little more. Oh, that's really sweet, Fess. I'm happy that you're having some mindfulness and the opportunity to allow yourself to grow. So going back to this episode, I want to talk about the CT fight a little bit more because it was kind of funny. There was this one moment in the fight where you were like, <laughs> they're going to play the clip. They're going to play the clip. And then they play the clip. And, you know, you do see you throwing CT around, but CT is definitely holding it down too. I mean, literally holding it down to the ground. Like he is like geoduding <laughs> Pokemon style and making sure that his body does not fly off that side. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like turning himself into a rock so that he doesn't fly off that truck. But I got to know, Fess, who do you think would win in a hall brawl, CT or you? Listen, man, let's just see what happens next season. If we're both on and there's a hall brawl, let's let's make it happen. Like, that's, that's what I'm on right now. Like, like I, I'm tired of just people talking and me talking and people judging it's like let's send me into elimination a physical elimination and whoever the house thinks can beat me let's send them in and let's let's give the house what they want let's give tj what he wants let's give the fans what they want like that's what i'm there to do to prove it all right you heard it here first folks fessy said put him in coach <laughs> put him in Oh God, I can't handle it. My thing is the only person that I, when I when I go on the show is who I try to prove it to besides all you idiots is myself. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> know, not you idiots, but <laughs> Natalie just came out of me. I know, me, but, that just reminded me um, of Natalie. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you only have yourself to let down. You know what I mean? So it's like when you go in there, kick ass for you. I agree. People have, people are always going to have their doubts, you know? So, yeah, I think we all come into the challenge at different points in our life. Like we all meet each other in different chapters of our life, you know, and like for some of you, like you, Anissa, who've been doing TV, you know, since you were in your young 20s. Now you're 32. I'm 30 years old. So talk on in your confessional, you know, and you're like, man, I'm trying. I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this a long time. I'm like, Anissa, I turned 30 this year. Like, I know I'm the new kid on the challenge, but like. I've been knowing know my whole life. You guys are just seeing it now, you know? So like, I get, I get it. And I'm still trying to prove that shit. Just like you're still trying to prove that shit. You know, it just comes out a different way. And maybe I suck at communication and whatever, but I'm just, I'm just a taller male version of you. Cause you're only two years old. <laughs> I'm trying to prove the world wrong too. I haven't won. So me talking all this shit's cause I'm trying to prove it to myself and the world but it just comes out wrong. Well, yeah. let me ask you this. What were you trying to prove in your 80s outfit? Because Corey, <laughs> yes. Corey called you out yeah, for not like, having the, the right kind of 80s outfit. Do you not know what happened? Like they brought the garments or clothing with the neon shit to wear. Cause I don't, I didn't bring neon clothes. They said it's a CIA themed show. So I didn't bring my neon clothes. Okay. <laughs> Neon clothes and wristbands and socks. Of course, they were all small and medium. I'm not the small and medium sized guy, so <laughs> Sorry. I just put on like jeans and a white shirt. And they're like, "Well, you gotta dress up." I'm like, "You don't have anything that fits me. What do you want me to do?" And I was like, "You know what? Instead of being a Debbie Downer, let me think positive and put on everything you owned. Make it goofy or whatever." Then I'm like, "Oh!" And then y'all make me the butt of the joke because I chose to fucking play ball. 
it was good for you. Honestly, like it's nice to be the butt of the joke sometimes because it's a humbling experience mm-hmm. and like people get to see that side of you and you don't really let that side show too often. So yeah. I thought it was a good look for you, even though people thought it wasn't, it wasn't a, a great look. look. Yeah. No, it wasn't I a good it. look. It was a good look for you. Yes. <laughs> like yes. you don't always got to walk around. I mean, it was a funny. I loved that. That was my favorite part of the episode. Like I thought that little montage everybody did. Like that was mad cute. Yeah, that was that was, was a cool part. I was jealous I wasn't there. I was like, fuck, this is why I'm tired of getting eliminated early. I miss the 80s montages. that. Come yeah, you could have had a mean stash, boo. Oh, I could stash have been a star. <gasps> shit. God, shit. <sighs> fuck. All right, well, Listen. let's get back. <laughs> let's get back into it. So I want to talk about some other things that happened this season because there's a lot, a lot going on. You're attached to a lot of storylines. And Nani is now your third partner that you have been paired with. So what is it like consistently changing partners this season? And out of everybody in the game, why do you think that you're always the one getting stolen? Who put me on the hot seat here with that one. Um, the only difficult part about, because I was with Anissa most of the game. So even when I was with Casey, it was only for one challenge. So I think me and Anissa did pretty much like 12 straight besides that one without her with Casey. But when I got stolen by Nani, I had never worked with Nani, so I didn't know how – like, even on my rookie season, Total Madness, I don't think I was ever partnered with her, so I didn't know how she worked or whatever. And Josh told me she can go, and and I was excited to work with her. But then I was like, wow, there really wasn't no chemistry. Like, uh, Nani said it in the in her confession. I was like, you know, Anissa said, you know, we kind of didn't work well together, but we kind of did work well together, you know, like – I guess we weren't on the same page with what I needed to be telling you and what you needed to be telling me as far as how to push each other. But as far as communication goes, like the second one, the ice bucket or the one where we had to go grab the ice thing. Yeah, we were good. Um, I would have swam a million times for you that day. Yeah. Anything Aww. it took. Anything it's There was no quitting that day. Like it was cold as shit and I hated it, but. Yeah, and like, that. so far you've only won with me. So uh, <laughs> back to Nani. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. Um, you know, that's something I don't have control over. And I think, you know, the reason why girls pick me, like, you know, you read a lot of stuff online. People are saying, why are girls keep picking Fessy of CT, Darrell um, are around and stuff like that. And I, I just think it was my energy this season. Like people knew how bad I wanted to win and like, just because I wasn't winning days like later on in the season, it was people. I think the girls could see the itch in my eye to win. You know, they were like, "Man, I know that dude. How bad he wants to win, and if I'm with him, he's gonna push me, and we have a good shot at winning." You know, I I think all the guys were obviously talented. Corey as well, Leroy. So I think that that was it. Drive to win. Yeah, definitely. I also like- think it's. I also think part of it is who you were aligned with too. Like if you have the majority of people with you, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, true. Totally. So I want to go back to Nani a little bit because, you know, she talks about how she doesn't really vibe with you as a partner. Did she tell you this ever, or was this just kind of like her venting in interviews? I had no idea that's what it was because when I first became her partner, she was like, you saw it in the elimination. She's like, I'm going to work hard. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's go. I mean, clearly you're going through a lot. You don't have me. Now you have Nani. You lost that challenge. <laughs> and then Nani goes into elimination against your girl. And then you lose Gabby. So how are you feeling now that you had no booty to rub on, as you said? You had no booty to grab? Mm. What'd you call it? Mm. I'd say that. I had no late night booty. You had no squeak. Listen, you weren't. You said it when after Gabby left. What did I say? Um, I don't have any. Okay, we'll find the words. Were, were you sad when she left? Yes, that's a more appropriate question, Anissa. I appreciate it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you had feelings for Gabby Fest. Listen, Tori, Tori, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> One more, Tori. <laughs> Can we move on to the next question? Right, no, actually, we were going to get through this one. Um, did you miss having a cuddle buddy? Um, yeah, I guess, because like you probably saw throughout the episodes, me and Gabby really didn't even talk that much. You know, it was just kind of like we thought each other were cute and we felt each other's vibe. 
And that's something the episodes don't really show because you, I'm kind of, I don't, what was the question again? Do I have feelings for Gabby? Do you miss having a cuddle buddy? (laughs) It literally was like, do you miss having a cuddle buddy? Because I know in these situations. When you're, yeah, when you're in there, you know, it's, it's cool to have somebody to just snuggle with. Yeah, because it gets lonely in there. I wish that everyone could see the visual of this interview right now because Fessy is laying on his bed, flipping a water bottle around, eating pedo power puffs. Pedo, pedo pop- chickpea. Oh, whatever what are they're pedos? called. <laughs> they're chickpea. They're chickpea Cheetos. They're called pedos. Whatever. Protein sis. puffs. Okay, whatever. Protein puffs. I'm just saying. I wish that people could see it because Fessy looks like he's at a. <laughs> he looks like he's like in the middle of a therapy session. <laughs> With how he's laying on his back, like confessing. This is oh, a therapy this. session for me after watching that episode. Oh, did it hurt you to watch back? No, it was just like there was a lot of perspectives from people I didn't know they felt that way. Yeah. Because I, they weren't showing that to me in the house, you know, like when I saw Nani mm. about me, like being her partner or whatever, I didn't know that. So kind of hard to watch because it's like I accept everything, yeah. you know, I've done, you know, obviously I'm. I can be, I guess, hard on people because I want to go and maybe, you know, I could be selfish sometimes, but like, it's like, there's way more to the equation, but frustrating to watch. Mm-hmm. You'll have a chance, I think, in the future, if you keep doing shows, to be able to show all of these sides, Fess. Yeah. I think this season will be a big learning experience for you to like, kind of, you know, like I said to you before, like, you know, take a step back and and just really look at things for how they are, like... I think yeah. it'll help you grow. For sure. Do you feel like you, like, coming from Big Brother and then stepping on the challenge, like, do you feel like you learned anything from doing that show to coming on this one? Or do you feel like this is really your first experience on a competitive reality show? I mean, Big Brother wasn't really made for me. I had no idea about the show. They, like, found me through Survivor and wanted me to be on the show. So I was like, I'll do it. You know what I mean? I had no idea what I was doing there. I won a couple co- competitions, like all the physical ones, like three of the ones um, I won were physical and one was a memory thing. So like it kind of helped out a little, I guess, with like just the little carnival games and being crafty and stuff. And then from a social aspect, you know, you've got to live with people. I was in the house 72 days before I got eliminated. So that really helped. So now coming to the challenge, you know, obviously I'm excited for the physical part of it, but I've already been mentally prepared living with so many people under one roof. So, you know, that wasn't new to me. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Big Brother's harder to play than the challenge? Um, At first, I would have said yes, just because I was new to the challenge. And, you know, I knew Big Brother was really grueling because you never got to get out of the house. You know, we were locked in the studio house literally for 72 days. If you made it all the way, 99 days, you mm-hmm. didn't get to see one person, no TV, no music, no nothing. So that aspect would, I would say harder, but no, the challenge is way harder. Just not even the physical stuff, just like it's mentally exhausting because, you know, you, there's cutthroat things going on, feelings involved, like, years and years and years of relationships you know so that puts a lot more stress whereas big brother it's 16 random people so you don't have previous ties previous emotions and all this so i would say the challenge is definitely way more intense yeah but at least like that's why i mean in my assumption all you big brother people teamed up and started working together do you feel like your past experiences of just like all going through big brother and then coming on the challenge it made it easier for you guys to connect because you had both experiences under your belt? Um, I think that was the initial draw, but I think why like me, Josh and Casey got so close was because we saw, because we all, you know, Josh and Casey won, you know, and mm-hmm. dealt with a lot of hate because um, they, a lot of fans felt the other person they sat next to were supposed to win Josh, you know, and so they got a lot of hate, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know, they kind of had a chip on their shoulder too. Like, no, I won for a reason, you know, because people felt they didn't deserve to win some people. Oh, wow. I, I, actually, that. I actually voted for Casey. Yeah. So I, I thought she believed, I believe she, she deserved to win too. But so we kind of connected in the, we, we just bonded over that, you know, like proving people wrong. And we all were telling our stories about, you know, being on our first show together. And then we, crossed over to the challenge and you know we were very loyal to each other our first season Mm -hmm. Um, 
And that's kind of how it started, I guess. If there was no more Big Brother people on the show, who do you feel like you would have aligned with? Like Corey and like me and Anissa? This season? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't I aligned with y'all? I thought I was aligned with y'all. Damn. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, we we were we were all working together. Just yeah. wanted to hear it. Just wanted that uh, verbal confirmation. Just wanted to write it in my notebook. Fessy yeah. would have aligned with us. <laughs> so, Fessy, Tori's been taking notes. Over the, the course of the time that we've been doing the podcast to take a little bit of strategy from everyone because she fucking sucks at strategy. I'm a strategic so layup. We, so mm -hmm. if we ever do a show again, her and I need not to room together probably and then she needs to branch out socially and yeah. not be such a weird, yeah. weird person. Yeah. Wait, we're just going to let everybody know our fucking plans? No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Call you later. No, no. <laughs> we'll have a group FaceTime. No, we'll have a little group chat called um, the New Alliance. Plans, plans for whichever season we plan on doing together again. I want our alliance name to be Fester Stallone. <gasps> I don't mind it. What do you think about that, Fess? I mean, wh why not just Fessy? Uh, no, 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 no. It has to be funny and catchy. Yeah, Fester Stallone is funny. Like, Sil like Sylvester Stallone, but Fester, like Uncle Fester, um, just to break it down if you didn't know. Um, what else could it be? No, that's a good one. Fester Stallone. Yeah. Fester Stallone, that's our name. And you know who's in that alliance? You and Josh, too. And like, because you and Josh and are Devin. Like and, and Devin. And Devin. Kyle and Leroy and Cam. No, yeah. no, no. No. We'll just be one big happy alliance. How no, about oh, that's because that's just a group of people just picking each other off. Yeah. Well, that's what the show's about. Right. So. so let's make our alliance a little bit smaller. Okay. Okay, Fess, I want to know about you and Josh. I love Josh, too. You know, he is, like, one of my fave people on the show ever. And uh -huh. you guys are like brothers. So who do you feel like is the big brother? And who do you feel like is the small brother? And we're going to... Oh, I'm <laughs> telling this story, man. So me and Josh's encounter is hilarious because first time I met him was my season right when I got off Big Brother. And so he won the previous season. So, you know, he's been in the spotlight for a year now. And we're coming off TV not knowing what the hell we're doing. Um, I think he had just done his first season of the challenge. He's like, I was like, yeah, man, I'd love to come over there. I think I'd be good at it, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, man, you should. And then so we only met that time before I got on Total Madness. So when we walked into Total Madness, me and Josh did not know each other. Oh. And we got to know each other like really quick. But the first couple of days... I think he kind of like looked at me like he was big bro, like because he had been on the, the challenge two seasons. He had won the show we both came from. And then I think it only took him, you know, about a week before he realized I was big bro. Oh, then, no. Uh, why you, why you got to do that to Josh, bro? What, do you think it's true? Like, that's my little bro. Well, listen, he may be because he comes to your defense at all times. And he, at he, any cost. He comes to Casey's defense at all costs. He's yeah, like, but we're talking about you, boo. He could be like your big little brother. Are you flexing right now? Are yes, you he just flexed. Why? Arms. I know they're massive. Okay. Listen, oh, this isn't a You video. know what? This is when he has to turn off his video, I think. You've had enough. You <laughs> can't look at yourself anymore, Fessy. What are you doing? One fun anymore? fact about Fessy, people. If there's anything that's reflective, a window, a sliding door... <laughs> Fessy's looking at it. He'll fix his hair first. He'll puff out his chest a little bit and then he'll flex. He'll literally be like. That's what MTV taught me, baby. Stay camera ready. That's... You don't know where these cameras are at anymore. As we yes, can... you do. You can see all of them, Fessy. No, we thought we could. But I pointed no. them out to you. Cameras are. I'll tell you that. I pointed oh. them out to you. All right, Anissa, the joke might have gone over your head. All right, all right, all right, guys. Let's just keep it moving, all right? So, Fess, Josh was mad that you took that hall bra away from him, and I was obviously involved in this. So how do you think he would have done in that hall brawl against Nelson? Ooh, I think about that all the time because Josh is a big boy, and he's got something to prove. You know, he, he thinks he'd be good in a physical thing, and people make fun of him from his elimination when he was throwing the balls, and he's like, man, let me just put my hands on somebody. And he's a big dude, so and I know Nelson's a strong competitor too. And mm -hmm. you know that round you saw, I had a little trouble with Nelson. So it would have—I don't know, man. I can honestly say, 
I don't know who would have won that Nelson or Josh because I think it would have been it would have come down to coordination because it would have been a good hit and you know that Nelson is a little clumsy too so even though Nelson is faster it would have came down to who could get position on each other detach from them and run to the bell you know what though after we were all stuck on so fun fact for everybody after the reunion that which we filmed so there was this time where fessy anisa josh myself little amber jay who also stuck on this elevator with us we were oh my god no listen fessy there's no reason for a man your size to ever sit down (laughs) in an elevator I tried to get my legs in there, and Jay was okay because he's smaller. You're a big ass. I'm a strict. Not your big ass. Want to sit down. One thing the challenge has taught me is to be strategic, right? So I was doing how long we were going to be in there ratio to should I stand or sit. I saw three, four people. <laughs> I see three, four people sit down, right? So I mm-hmm. sat down because I knew it was going to be a while. So I was like, Okay, Look. but hear me out. The only reason why I brought this up is because – in that elevator, Josh tried to to pry open the door. Yeah. Okay, so I think the only way we're going to find out who's going to win between Nelson and Josh is if we put them on elevators, get them stuck, and see which one of them pries open the door. I'm going to post that video after this podcast airs. <laughs> or we send them in the hall brawl. That should show it, too. Okay, we could, I, we could do that, too. All right. I'm going to go on the in the hall brawl with you, Fessy. Ooh. And I'm going to attach myself to your legs. Over your short ass, okay? Oh. I'll tell you. You thought I was 5'3 before. I'm 5'7. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm still jumping. No, but I remember on Total Madness, I was like, he ain't shit. He ain't that big. And I attached myself to one of his legs, and he moved my entire body. (laughs) He was walking with me like I was a tiny child. Yeah, this girl I used to talk to. I can't. Never mind. Yeah. No, go ahead. Girl used to talk to what? She used to ride around on your legs? Yeah, and I just just, used yeah. Yeah, I'm done. That's, that's actually not cool story. what we talk about here on the podcast. <laughs> all right. Let's get into one more question before we want to find out what's going on in your off-season fest. So as we all know, Devin hates the Big Brother Alliance. Do you feel like you guys, after this season, would ever be able to make amends and, like, you know, feel differently about each other? Or is it just a rivalry forever? Um, I think it was both because after that fight, I went up to him because he was, you know, out, uh, by the campfire. This was the day after. Mm-hmm. And I went to him he's like get away from me you can't talk to me so i was like okay obviously he still feels some type of way because i was gonna go to him and be like look man sorry no hard feelings you know we're all lit whatever so then i felt the energy and you know that's how it was the whole season i think as we got to talk more off camera even though it really wasn't that much i think it's just we don't understand each other you know he thinks i'm this and this only and i think he's this and this only mm-hmm. we haven't seen you know, other sides of each other that we might like and might be similar in a lot of ways. Right. Um, so I think we just have to have, you know, I guess a, a conversation or yeah. two. Yeah. Well, listen, I like that. That sounds hopeful. I'm a huge Devin fan over here, believe it or not, whether people know. So I'm happy and I hope that you two can make amends like men. I you love know? Like That's why the word men is in amends because M-E-N make amends. Okay, let's move forward now. So overall... <laughs> What have you been doing in the off season besides getting sun in beautiful locations? So I went to Pakistan where I'm, where my dad's from. Uh, I went over there for like 25 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been over there since I was four years old. So I got to meet all my cousins and aunts for the first time. So that was super dope. And then I went to Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, I just been traveling a lot, you know, obviously because COVID there's a lot of requirements. Um, and precautions we take but you know we get covid tested everywhere we go social distance distancing and masks still exist even in foreign countries um dubai is one of the most strict places for covid um they're more strict than even america mm-hmm. and then just trying to uh stay in shape you know i don't know if i'm going to be on next season yet or if i'm going to get the call or when the next season is we'll figure that out but i'm actually with all this traveling and stuff, I've lost 10 pounds. I'm down to 225 pounds. Of muscle? No, of uh, just body. <laughs> did you lose a, a foot? Oh, the foot's still there. I forgot <laughs> my name. I'm still a fucking tank. I'll tell you that. Don't get that. Interviewing you is like interviewing a fifth grader, only because you're playing with your water bottle, you're eating your powder puffs. Like, come on, powder bro. Powder puffs. 
<laughs> like, give us a second of your time here. Listen, okay, go I ahead. didn't know we You're were bothering you today. Camera. I don't know what you got going on back there, Tori. What? What? What are you talking about? I, you got a lot going on over there with your decorations and stuff. That's her Zen room and the kids book. That's my leaf. Okay, now, that's my yarn. I see it now. now Jesus, I see it. judgy. Jesus, fast. I'm not uh, judgy. Uh, <laughs> I'll literally judge me and then I comment back. And that's what we're supposed to do here. We are supposed to interview you. No, nah, it's all good, fast. No, it's all good. But uh, I want to know, yeah. what is your biggest takeaway from the season? And if you come on another season, do you plan on adjusting anything? Ooh, that's a good question, Anissa. Mm. I guess we're going to have to wait and find out. Ooh, that's what? the first time that somebody hasn't spilled their secrets on the show. Yeah, it really was. Do you, Have you learned anything from this season? That's a big thing I've been thinking about because I could go one of two ways. I could go all the way to left field <laughs> Which... or I could tighten <laughs> See, it back but up. But we've really seen, but Fessy, we've seen all the way to left field. The first question was, what is your takeaway from this season? Okay, well, I forgot there was 21 questions. Um, <laughs> Get just answering them as they came. Um, I guess my biggest takeaway, and the only thing that could have taught me this was experience, I guess, because like I said, I came in with blinders. I didn't know any of y'all. I was there to win a million dollars was, you know, we all have a story there, you know, and it's, I guess, just to be mindful of other people. Um, and I think just because I wasn't being verbal with it, I, I knew I wasn't like disrespecting people to their face or belittling them. I guess my actions of me trying to prove something hurt some people. And I guess maybe be mindful of other people going in next season or any season. Yes. And blessed to go on. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, that's, that's important. And we, we love the growth and we're here for it. So. If you decide to go left field, stay really far away from us. Yeah. We don't want to go down with that sinking ship. No, we don't. <laughs> and we do not want to go. Back over to right field. <laughs> Just we want to keep you somewhere like center field. How about that? Yeah, center field. You Let's can even do field. shortstop. It's a really active position. A lot of balls go there. You got to be quick. You got to have an arm. Like, listen, we could put you right in shortstop. Put me in. <laughs> okay. Anissa, you want to ask the infamous last question of the show? I love this question. It's the last one, Fess. Now, Fessy, in your dreams, who, no, Fessy, take the bottle off your head so I can ask you this fucking question. Fessy, who is your dream challenge partner out of any celebrity and or athlete? Ooh, wait, it has to be a female? No, No. Fessy. It can be a male. You can get another big old guy. He's going to pick, he's going to pick little baby. Little baby, I saw his basketball two on two versus Jack Harlow and uh two- trash. Trash. I'm like little trash. baby. How- I'm like air airball city. So clearly not little baby. Okay. Okay. Little, yeah, little baby will probably not unless he could just wrap his way to the final. He would because <laughs> he got them bars. Um, who would be my challenge dream partner? Anissa. You don't have to kiss my ass right now, Fessy. Come on, tell me who. Tell me who. Uh, do the height to weight ratio and speed. I mean, Miles Garrett for the Cleveland Browns is about 6'7", 265 pounds, has 5% body fat and ran a 4'5". I think, you know, if he could solve yeah. the math, he should be a pretty decent partner. Right, and if they have to get through small spaces. Which we never have to do that. Okay. You just... <laughs> Rookie mistake. Rookie thoughts. I suck at math, too. I suck at math. I hate... You're not bad at math. I've worked on a thing with you before. And you are my double checker. Can't swim or climb. Well, that's why yes, I picked we you. We know you got the last season. No, you don't know. Oh, you... God. All right. You All know. right, Fessy. We're going to have a weekend where we, we go to a a foreign place and we just do a fessy weekend where all we do is go over your fucking stats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anissa, can we get my stats tattooed on your forehead? So I see them every day. <laughs> no. Why would I ruin my face? Okay. On your shoulder, on your sleeve a little bit like fessy stats, three and O elimination, four and O elimination, five and O elimination, five and one in elimination. If I lose, who knows? Okay. 
All right, Fessy. Well, listen. <laughs> we got to I'm go. glad that there's some growth here. I know that uh, the show has been showing a lot of sides of you. And I know that it's not always easy to watch yourself and watch the opinions of others. Um, and sometimes it can be a little hurtful. I say fuck yeah. it. But well, if, you don't t- if you don't grow from it, then this show really isn't for you. I think that you can come on here and become an, a greater person, a, a humble athlete. Like you can really do a lot of shit that you can take with you for the rest of your life and apply it to everything. So for sure, I think and that you have such potential and I hope that you use some of it in the future. Thank you, Anissa. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to say before you go fast? Yes. To piggyback off what you said, you know, when you said, all this stuff on the show gets overwhelming or whatever it does. But, you know, I think some of us do a really good job of like when we're off the show or whatever, just letting that stuff go, you know, like not dwell on that because that's, yeah, it is a big part of our life. Like we do this and whatever, but it's just a portion of our life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, we didn't win the million dollars or we got eliminated right before the final or whatever by your best friend. Okay. But whatever, still got uh, to go to Iceland and, do this crazy thing and you have your whole life and you get to go home and see your family and do cool mm-hmm. things. Too. So it's like it doesn't really matter at the end of the day what, you know, I don't know what everybody is saying about you. If they don't know the whole story or whatever, like we're just there to, to be us, you know, and, and get judged off of it. And that's what we sign up for on TV. Like, yeah. And if you can handle that all power to you, because I'm going to be honest with you, I go home and it is, it is a rough time for me to deal with some of this shit, but you do handle it like a champ, but we all just want to be able to root for you. Like, I feel like there's a good in there. We all know that there's good in there. So we, we're excited to see center field, uh, Fessy come out in the field. I would love to see CFF come out. All right, Fester Stallone. Thank you for coming on, bro. We love you. All right. Love y'all too. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Anissa, let's talk about something that I'm really interested in, which is like, what happened when you got eliminated? What was it like to go home? First of all, I couldn't feel my hands. Mm. And Kyle, I wish you could have seen. I'm hogtied up there. Mm-hmm. And it's freezing. It's probably one of the coldest nights there. And Kyle holds my body and he's holding it up before they could let me down, which was a nice moment for us. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, fuck you, Kyle. Let me go. <laughs> um, I, couldn't, I couldn't feel my hands because I had the things were so tight and it was oh. so cold. And I was just like. A mess. And then when I left, um, I had to go pack all my shit. Mm-hmm. And 
I knew earlier that day to refold all my stuff. So it was like really easy. But I, I literally was moving out with trash bags because you only get that 10 minutes. Yeah. So I left my um, melatonin gum- gummies on the bed mm-hmm. for uh, Corey. I left eyelashes for Big T, the ones that you left me. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I think I left all of the Celsius packets and liquid <laughs> IVs for um, Leroy. And then I packed all my shit and left. And it was crazy because when I was driving, because you have to go to the hotel after that, Mm -hmm. driving, I saw the bus and it was just so surreal because you see this bus that you've been on for the whole season just drive by you and you're not on it. It's like, I'm not on a show anymore, Mm -hmm. but you still have to do your exit interview, which could take hours. They were like, do you want to do it tonight? You have like however much time to get ready. I don't have a phone. I don't have a watch. I'm li- I'm living in this like I have to live in this um, honeymoon suite for three days with the sw- the swans made out of towels. Yeah, clearly with no with no newlywed, you know, <laughs> no partner, just yeah. me and the British lady um, outside my door who was amazing. Yeah. Um, I took a shower. I went and did my exit. Um, I got I ordered a whole bottle of wine. I got my phone back. Mm-hmm. They give you back all your shit. I was probably on my phone for like 20 hours. I'm like, this can't be it. Like mm-hmm. it, it just brings you back to reality. And then your phone keeps going off and yeah. Um, and then you're alone for the first time in two months. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to get ripped out of your home environment. Then you go on the show and you're slammed into that environment and then it's high stress, high stress. And then you get ripped back out of it. And then you're in a weird hotel for three days and you get ripped out of that and you go home. So I think it's just step after step of adjusting. I don't think people realize how much of a social experiment it is to go on the challenge. Like, yeah, it is cool. You know, we are competitors competing for a lot of money, but we are truly stripped of everything while we're there. And that's why really close friendships start to develop. Like, that's why we got so close. And like, like you said, you finally are giving back your phone. And the first time that phone touches your hand, it feels weird. You don't even know how to use it. My eyes, everything. I'm like, how do I turn it on? Yeah. yeah. And we're, fr- we're friends because we're really alike and we love each other. That's why we're friends. Not yeah. because it's a social experiment. But it does help that that's we true. are involved in this very unique thing that no one else will understand. And I think that's why we love harder and faster. Mm-hmm. I think that's why when we're in things, they seem so serious. So And that true. when we can step back from them, we're like... Oh, yeah, that wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. And you know what I love? Like, this is my, I just have to say this. So many people come on the show and they're like, always like want to take like advice from like a, an older male competitor because like they've been down there. The only fucking person, okay, I respect all the vets. I want to take advice from Anissa. Like, as a woman on that show, I'm not... The men don't understand what the women go through on that show. It's a whole different experience as a woman. You don't have your period in the final CT. You don't have to deal with any of that shit that happens. Like, women, we understand what it's like to compete as women. So I like to take all of my info and my inspiration from you, Anissa. So I'm so thankful that you've been in this game for as long as you have. Like, I want to ride underneath your wings. I want to make you proud when the time comes. Like, you're my... You will. You always make me proud. You're my... My idol on this show. I love you so much. I'm so thankful that that I got to meet you. I love you. I love you too, dude. I love you, Tori. And I'm so happy we get to do this podcast together. It's been such a fun ride, and I hope that we get to do another season together. That would be fun. (laughs) Anissa, thank you so much for being my co-host. Where can we follow you and send you virtual love? And tell us what's going on, because, girl, you just dropped some news. I know. Oh, you can find me at Anissa MTV. That's A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V. And you can also check me out on Paramount Plus as of April 1st on the new challenge, Challenge All-Stars, where us old people come back to kick fucking ass. Don't count us out. We are not dead and gone. We are not out to pasture. Um, This is going to be a really, really exciting show, and I was so honored to be a part of it. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to watch it. I am so excited. I'm going to wear my Anissa shirt every day. Literally. I don't think you have one. I'm going to make one. I have so many jerseys at home, and I do have all of those really short shorts that are really tight, even tight for you guys. Yeah, you heard it. Tight for Tori. Yeah. Um, shorts and leggings if you need them that say my name on it, unless you, if you want to bust down and do more dances. I'll, I'll bust it. I'll bust it open for my queen. Oh, thanks, baby. <laughs> Speaking of queens, where can we find you, Tori? 
Oh, thanks. You can find me at Tori underscore deal. I love you guys so much. We are so grateful that you listened to this podcast and we hope to continue to perform well under pressure. Okay. I'm, I don't know where this is going. I'm just going to clap. Clearly. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you guys watch new episodes of the challenge every Wednesday. And then go behind the scenes with us the next morning on MTV's official challenge podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.